Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Uh, good morning, Alan. Good morning, your listeners. Lovely to talk to you. And you're not alone, Nikki, because I've got the Director of Public Health uh, for Bowel Cancer Awareness, Dr. Caroline Mason Mullen, with me as well. Good morning to you, Dr. Caroline. Morning, Alan. Lovely to talk to both of you, but before I come to you, Dr. Caroline, I'd like you to share your journey with us, please, Nikki. What happened? Because this was, uh, you hadn't a clue you were living with this, had you? No, I had no symptoms whatsoever. Um, I was, it was in the end of February 2020 when I got the fifth uh, case in the post, and I was going on holidays on the 29th of February 2020, which is the first coronavirus. Um, uh, recorded in Ireland that day and I was going to Lanzarote for a week and of course when I came back I had put the test in the um, press and I said I must do that now when I get back and of course I had told Catherine my wife to remind me because I'd probably forget about it as I did and so did she so when we, when I when I was looking for something in the press I found the, the test and I said to myself now I better do that I had it about three weeks at this stage so I would have went and done it and put it in the post. I was working as a postman. And um, a week later, I got a phone call to say that there had been blood found on the stool. And with, with the virus around, they told me to be six, uh, four to six weeks before I'd uh, get a phone call because of the coronavirus to go for a colonoscopy. I... The, about the 20, 19th or 20th of uh, May, I got a, a phone call from a bowel cancer nurse right. a- asking me how I was. And uh, at that time, I just realized I, w- I had had an old gnawing pain in my stomach, especially when I'd bend over, like, you know, I'd be lifting parcels and not out of the van and whatever. And I had forgotten all about the screen test. So she told me to stay by the phone, and within 20 minutes, half hour, she ran me back to say that there'd be, uh, I was booked in for a colonoscopy on the following Tuesday. And I think this was about Thursday now at this stage. Yes. So I went to Eli House, uh, Kat, Catherine brought me uh, for the um, colonoscopy and um, Dr. F- Felix uh, performed the um, colonoscopy and afterwards I was in the recovery room having a cup of tea and a bit of toast when uh, Dr. Felix came in and he pulled over a chair and he sat Catherine down and he said um, I have bad news for you he said uh, you have uh, a, a bowel cancer tumour and he said uh, it's not a nice one he said it's about a foot long oh my god Right. so that was a bit of a shock well during the colonoscopy I was awake and I could see him putting dye into something, you know. Uh, so I just asked him then was that what he was putting the dye into, and he said yes. So a couple of days later then, I got a phone call from uh, Bernie O'Neill in Waterford University Hospital. She's a cancer care nurse down there, and um, she arranged for uh, pre-op assessments where I met uh, Professor Cook in Waterford University Hospital. Right. And he put me at ease. Now, when I got the the news that day I had the colonoscopy, I had to take it a couple of days out to, 
to process it and that like in my own yes. head and right. I wouldn't talk to anybody So did you have the operation then Nicky? Yeah on the 9th of July I had the operation um, it took about 16 to 18 inches of my bowel and the professor told me the next day that he thought they had taken everything and uh, but he would recommend uh, to the oncologist which was Dr. Emmett Jordan, I met him a couple of weeks later, yeah. that I go on a six months um, chemo. Yes. And I had my port inserted on the 31st of August uh, 2020 by Dr. Ian Crosby down in Waterford. Yeah. And the next day I started the chemo in Eli Hospital. Right. Um, so, so your your quick thinking uh, of getting the fit kit, you had no symptoms whatsoever, and your quick thinking of even—I know you probably wanted to do it earlier, but you came back from the holiday uh, and did it. It literally saved your life, Nicky, didn't it? Well, yes. <laughs> Um, so I believe, yeah. Okay, you draw, you, you, you draw breath now for a second because I just want to bring in Dr. Caroline Mason Mohan. Listening to Nikki's story there, it's it's a wonderful story he's sharing with us because it shows his quick thinking. I actually have the fit kit at home myself, uh, Dr. Caroline, because I'm in that age group, but I've got to take that test. And just listening to Nikki, I'm definitely going to take it now because I have to be honest with you, I was hesitant about taking it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Nikki's story is great, and it's it's really good of Nikki to share that story because we we know from some research that we've done that the two reasons why people don't do it and men tend not to do it um, um, more than women do um, is that um, they're they're afraid of what they'll find out um, and and they're embarrassed. And um, I think Nikki um, coming on and speaking on radio about this, um, I hope, will help some yeah. men see that you know this isn't something to be embarrassed about. Um, the test itself is, is something that you can do at home. Uh, it comes with very clear instructions, and you can do it when you want in the privacy of your own home. So um, yeah. I think um, I, I, we hope that that would uh, reassure people that uh, there isn't really anything embarrassing about it, and uh, and it's got that chance to, um, to as Nikki had, to, to pick up a cancer at a point where it's still treatable and can be cured. Right. Um, and also it has a, the biggest thing that we're looking for, actually, is... is um, polyps that grow, little growths that grow in the um, uh, the bowel that aren't, uh, we can pick them up when they're, they're, not all of them will become cancer, but uh, we can pick them up and treat them, take them away, um, and they will never become cancer. So okay. for what are the symptoms, three, Dr. Caroline? What are the symptoms that people should be looking out for? Well, in terms of screening, screening is for people that don't have symptoms, who, who from the point of view of sort of bowel cancer would feel like they're healthy and don't, don't suspect that they've got it. Um, if you've got symptoms, what we always advise is that you go and see your GP about those um, symptoms. And the usual ones that we talk about, and these can be caused by lots of things, but they are sort of um, um, things you should should take notice of, I suppose, and talk to your doctor about are things like a change in your bowel habits. So if you, you know, whatever you tend to be, if you tend to go a bit more constipated or a bit more towards diarrhea, that you should maybe speak to your doctor about that. Blood in the stools, um, uh, not feeling that you're fully emptied when you've gone to the toilet, um, and uh, if you get persistent pain or discomfort. So all of those symptoms can be caused by other things, and, and in the age group that we're talking about, there's, there's you know, things like diverticular disease, people may have heard about that can cause those yeah. sort of things. But, but they could also be just uh, a little bit of a flag to you that you need to, that you may have a cancer and you need to just go and get checked out. Thank you, Dr. Caroline. Before I conclude for the moment with you, Nikki, it's a wonderful journey. How are you now? Um, I'm, I'm absolutely feeling great, thank God. 
Um, I've, I've just gone through the the third checkup from um, my oncologist, uh, Dr. Emma Jordan, and I've had a scope as well and our yeah. CT scan. Yeah. And um, every six months, they will do that for five years, like, you know. All right. Can I just ask you a question, man to man? What's the colonoscopy like? Because I'm absolutely uh, petrified of it. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm scared stiff of it. So what's it like? Well, the colonoscopy is all right. <laughs> it's drinking the drink beforehand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah. but look, at it. it has to be done. All right, Nikki. Fellas in our age group. Uh, and uh, doctor, I know, are you still there with me? Have you gone? Yes, I'm still here, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can you, can, I, I, just the view of the colonoscopy again, for fellas like me who are petrified of it, what do you think of it? Well, let me just give you a few sort of figures so people know what they're doing when they get into this um, this screening program. We do, in, in a good year, we've down a little bit because of COVID, but in a good year we do 250,000 tests a year. And uh, 95% of people who do that test don't need any, anything further done. That's it. So about 5%, which about 12, 12 and a half thousand, will be asked to, to go for a colposcopy. And um, of those, about 3,000 will have polyps, which we can treat, take everything away that needs to be taken away. And about 300 will have cancers. And as Nikki said, you'll be taken through that journey by the bowel screen nurses that are you know, part of the screening program and they support the patients through that journey yeah. into the colonoscopy. And I think, um, as Nikki said, that the, I think a lot of people would agree with him. It, it, it can be a, a, um, the day before when you're taking all the stuff to, to get the bowel cleared out, which is really important so that we can get a good look at the bowel. Um, that, that can be an uncomfortable day. Um, but for most people, they get some sedation with the colonoscopy and it's not something that um, uh, uh, people... Uh, it's something that people can get through. Um, okay. I think Nicky gave a good description of it there. He, he was sort of... I really, I really would like to... ...aware what was happening, but it wasn't yeah. painful. I really would like to thank both of you for sharing uh, your, your, your story with us today. Wonderful to hear from Dr. Caroline mason Mon and Nicky White, retired postman in the Crossabeg area, sharing a wonderful journey that he's been on, a journey that he has come through thanks to his quick thinking and doing the initial test. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.